So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. Okay, campers, rise and shine. And don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. It's cold. It's cold out there today. I'm supposed to say it's cold out there every day. Actually, it's quite warm out there for February today. Uh, I feel kind of like I'm dressed too warm in this long sleeve shirt thing that I've got. It's like a kind of thermal, but it's, I don't know if it's official thermal. It seems more for the look, the feel. Uh, Anyway. Lots of fun stuff to discuss on today's show. The Longhorn women's basketball team beat Baylor in Waco for the last time ever. Oh, come. Is it possible the Lakers could actually trade LeBron? And if so, where? And in my opinion, we already have a winner for best Super Bowl commercial, and it involves Tua Tungavaloa and Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, but first, actually, I, I do want to go back and talk about this LeBron James Lakers things here. Uh, Noah's all excited. Wants to talk NBA basketball with you guys first thing here. Because uh, the All-Star teams are out. The All-Star teams yes. are out. All-Stars. Officially official. All I care about is who got screwed out of the money. But uh, we can discuss that Man, as well. no one's going to screw out of money. Uh, however, I'm going to say on the note about the Le- LeBron James thing, um, Rich Paul has come out and says, LeBron won't be traded. We aren't asking to be. And... Um, yeah, that he's, he's, so he's, he says that, that there's no chance. LeBron's not be traded, and we aren't asking to be. So uh, choose your own adventure, whichever you guys want to go. All-Stars, LeBron, let's do it. Mm. Oops. All right. All-Stars it is. Yes, All-Stars. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Um, okay, so All-Star, do you guys want to start with the West, the East? What do you want to do? Let's go, go West, West, man. The West. Victor, show me Wimbenyama. Uh, Wimbenyama nope. did not make the uh, Rising Stars Challenge, though, without uh, a doubt. Uh, I get it because yes, he's he tall. Continues to grow. And a rookie. Yes. Where the rising stars play. Yes. Victor Wimbenyama is a rookie, unlike Chet Holmgren, Ah. who is not. Right. But here, tell us who the actual... Yes, who uh, is the captain? We can guess. LeBron LeBron James. James. He is the captain for the West. uh, Guard from Oklahoma City Thunder, Shea Gillis-Alexander, who's balling out this year. Is he is he the MVP? SGA. SGA is up there. He's in consideration right now. He's having a hell of a year. Uh, Luka Doncic, another guy in that same uh, category. Mm-hmm. He is another guard. And your forwards are going to be including LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Hukum Hukum, mm-hmm. and Nikola Jokic. That is the starting lineup for the West. I'll go to the East here for the starting lineup, and then we'll do the reserves. Uh, captain, can you guess the captain for the East? Can we guess it? Uh, Giannis. Yes, yep. you are. Now right. this is what this is the they. I don't think they're doing the selection the thing. Draft. No, they no, don't draft they don't anymore. Do they split it back to East-West. There's East-West, but he is the captain, Kevin, technically. Kevin, stop doing that, Mike. Now, they got... Yes. I need for Mike. There's my Kevin. There it is, Rob. Uh, they have Joel Embiid. I don't think he'll be playing. Nope. Uh, torn meniscus. His meniscus is yeah. torn, but he is a part of the starters, technically. Uh, young star from Iowa State who's balling out for Indy, and this is played in Indianapolis, Tyrese Halliburton. That'll be huge. Damian Lillard, another buck on that starting lineup, and Jason Tatum rounding it up there for your starting five for the East. Uh, moving on to the West again, going back to them with the reserves, Devin Booker of the Suns, 
Steph Curry, if you've heard of him, Golden mm-hmm. State. Anthony Davis of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, also, heard one of my favorite players, personally, a young guy, stud right now, Anthony That's Edwards. Ant is there for the Timberwolves. Yeah, Both still are, a terrible, just a terrible name for a basketball player. It just can't be, you just call him Ant. Yeah, call right. him I mean, look, that that's that's not doesn't make it better. It's not the man like part Ant. that I'm objecting to. It's the ant part. Yeah, I, I compared him to a notably like an tiny oxymoron, man. I mean, he's like what, like six five? He's at least not huge, I guess. You know, yeah. Uh, you got both the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi, and then also another Timberwolf, Carl Anthony Towns. Boo. Boo cat. that pick. Don't like that. Boo cat, cat, dude. Cat. cat has not played that well this season. He had one game where he scored 62, and a bunch of people uh, lost their mind. Uh, Heat got Bam out of bio there. That's the only one for the Heat. No mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. Missed a lot of time. Paolo Banquero of the That's Orlando Magic. very cool. Yeah, good for him. Oh, nice. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brunson as well, who's been playing really well for the Knicks. Absolutely. Tyrese Maxey. made an all-star game. I got you. Yes. Tyrese Maxey of Philadelphia. Big Donovan Mitchell week. of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. And rounding it off for the New York Knicks, another one, Julius Randle. Not going to play either. Separated shoulders That's after right. a couple of weeks. Yes. Yep. All right. Yeah, there you go. There's your starting lineup. This will be seb- uh, Sunday, February 18th. Like I said, it's in Indianapolis. We should be seeing a three-point contest, as we know about as well, with Sabrina and Steph. Mm-hmm. So that'll be kind of interesting. But, yeah, are you guys excited about the All-Star game at all? Any snubs? I-, I-, I can go through some snubs that I thought maybe were snub, but I... Victor Wimbenyama. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I mean, he's been all right this year. Though. I mean, yeah, he's putting up numbers. It would been cool to see him in it. Um... He is on the list of snubs. Jamal Murray uh, is a big snub consideration. Uh, point guard for the Denver Nuggets. Nobody from the Sacramento Kings yep. is absolutely atrocious. Crazy. That team is on pace to have the highest uh, points average for mm-hmm. a team. Uh, James Harden's having a pretty good season. He once again doesn't make it. My guy Alpern Shangoon was I don't feel not- bad about James Harden. I don't care. That's fair. Fair, fair enough. Uh, yeah, Sabonis or Fox well, here, specifically. Sabonis. Sabonis should have been, been in over Cat because yes. it's going to cost him one point three million dollars. Now, you know that might be a drop in the. I don't know what what, it, what he's he signed a huge contract extension, so uh, he gonna be all right. Let me see here. Uh, 30.6 million. It looks like the, the, he's going to make this year. So mm-hmm. 1.2 drop in the bucket, kind of. But that does, it's got to sting, man. It's got to sting. Rudy Gobert would have been a better pick for the Timberwolves over uh, Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. He's uh, on pace to be the defensive no, player. No, Rudy of the year. Gobert can't show his face anymore. Like, that's just not, not only just because of the whole COVID microphone thing, but just like, nah, dude. Like, you, you no. Nah. He's the best defensive player in the NBA. I don't believe it. I mean, I know it. <laughs> But I don't believe it. I just I don't I don't I don't, I don't care. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I'm okay with that. It sucks to not have any Rockets in there. Alpern Shangun is uh playing like an all star this year, but I'm okay with it because that just means when it's time to sign a new deal, pay him a little less. Mm-hmm. Well, I did see uh speaking of your Rockets there, Sawyer, that they have traded Yeah Victor Dil Dil Victor Oladipo, oh, two second-round picks like, for yeah, the Memphis Grizzlies. De la, de la Steven Adams, two dudes not playing all year, uh, yeah. traded for each other, ships passing in the night. I like Steven Adams as a locker room guy. I like the fact that he's back with Dylan Brooks. I like that he can maybe toughen up Shangoon a little bit. Add some I think that's a good pickup. Center support. Even, yeah, if, but, it's just, even if it's just veteran locker room type thing, but I don't think Steven Adams is only 30. Feels like he's no, been yeah. around forever. Yeah, he's, he came yeah. into the league looking thirty. But mm-hmm. the th- the whole thing is, is it's kind of like, okay, 
we have a guy that we just acquired that we can't use all year. I get getting rid of the uh, picks because there's really no room left on the team. But uh, yeah, uh, it also I mean it's really just more of a cap space maneuver for uh, the allegedly tanking Grizzlies now. Yeah. Uh, who oh, cares? So, like, about even this if draft is a bunk draft, so it's like, what are you really looking for there? But really, they're yeah. gonna have three guys that they're gonna have to sign in Bain, Jaron Jackson, and uh, John Morant. You gotta, you gotta keep some money aside for all that. Look, it's not a groundbreaking move, but that's a mm-hmm. good move. And you get, and you get a guy who looks like Jason Momoa mm-hmm. or a Viking or whatever pirate, whatever you want to do. Steadfast. Ah, I like that. Steven Adams. He's he's one of my, he's one of my favorite NBA players here. Um, okay, the LeBron James thing. Even though he, they uh, Rich Paul has come out and said they they will not be trading him, uh, I, I don't believe you. Uh, I think you might. You think be, he's gonna get traded? I mean, no effing chance. No if you're no the way. Lakers, why would you not be trying to trade him? Because probably 90% of the revenue comes no, from him I, being on that team. Well, no, but no, game. no. It's the, you're the Lakers, okay? You can always make money. But, like, he, he, I mean, how many years left does he have on the Lakers? I think he's got one more year left on his contract, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, one or so two. So, might as well get, some, get something for him, even if it's just, you know, some garbage picks or. But is he going to leave no, in free agency? No. no. He's not leaving LA. No, he's chasing rings. He, the Lakers no. aren't. No, he's, no, he's, he's chasing to play with ring. his kids. If he can make a ring happen, he's, he's going to make a ring. Games. Yeah, he wants to be around his kids. It's half the reason he's that he moved be, to LA well, look, in the yeah. first place. If the you only, tell me he's going to force the Lakers to to draft Bronny in a year, he's not going to force the Lakers to draft Bronny. He knows Bronny doesn't have it. Bronny I mean, have maybe it. that second. So he's waiting for Bryce. Bryce. Yeah, Bryce is better. Ronnie's averaging like five points a game at USC. USC. I know. He's not But if anything, Bronny. a team is going to draft Bronny being like, hey, Yo. we're going to send you a collage-style ransom note. We have your kid. Right. Sign with us if you I ever want to see him again. Bronny, you to sign him as like an unrestricted free agent. I want to see Bronny dunk on his dad, though. I'm sure he'd let it happen. I'd um, use a second rounder just for the thought of it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the only team that possibly makes sense in a trade, thinking about what they have to give up and is pushing for it, is, like, send them back to Cleveland, I guess. Cleveland is in the uh, top four of the East right now. They're talking about moving on from uh, Mobley. They're talking about moving on from Allen, maybe. Uh, But other than that, there's not a real contender out there that has anything to offer to the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers last night... Go on to win. Uh, Underman, no AD, no LeBron against that Celtics team they in will Boston. Find a way. They will find a way to get him into Boston or New York. Dallas? Yeah, right. I'll give you $1,000 if he goes to Boston. $1,000 if he leaves LA. That's a bet. What goes we to get? Boston. <laughs> now, are we t- did you mean Plays signed by the team? on the Boston he, okay, Celtics. Okay, like if he just flies there because they have a game against them. <laughs> ah, the loopholes. Yeah. All right. Well, consider the bet. If LeBron James pays for... Plays for the Celtics. Sawyer owes me a thousand dollars. I don't think it'd be the Celtics necessarily, but like, no, the NBA—they're they're, going to try to find a way. Whether the lang- languishing in, in in Los Angeles, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. All right, we'll come back and find out what we're going to talk about next. Three guys on sports. Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. I got you, babe. You it's, it's, it's cold out cold there every, every day. day. Actually, it's quite warm out there for February today. I think it might be a little bit slightly overdressed, a little bit too warm in this long sleeve shirt. It's like one of those thermo-looking things that I don't think is actual thermal underwear, but just, you know, performative. Anyway, lots of fun stuff to discuss on today's show. 
The Longhorn women's basketball team beat Baylor in Waco for the last time ever last night. Is it possible the Lakers could actually trade LeBron James? And if so, where? And in my opinion, we already have a winner for best Super Bowl commercial, and it involves Tua Tungavaloa and Sir Patrick Stewart. But before we get all those things out of the way, uh, we're going to go straight to the phone lines where we have our guy Dennis De La Pena from Fox 7 Sports with us on Friday like we like to do. What's up, Dennis? Man, first of all, funny and share. That's got me going. Yeah, good. I wasn't ready for that. Good, good, good. That was funny and share, right? Yes, yes, yes. I've got you, babe, uh, doing the whole (laughs) groundhog thing there, Dennis. Uh, Missed talking to you last week, Dennis. You're a little bit under the weather. We're glad that you're back with us because we always want to enjoy it. And uh, so here, I'll let you sit here. First of all, uh, if you want to talk about anything uh, with the Ravens or the Lions, feel free to do it. You can uh, talk about the Super Bowl. I, I do have something really important I want to get off my chest. Okay, go right, for it. Right out of the gate. Uh, I can't remember if it was Noah or Sawyer who recommended Hell or High Water. Loved it. Oh, Loved yeah. It. Yes. Great heard film. You, heard, heard you guys talking movies the other day, and, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I, I like everything Sheridan puts out, yeah. so I think I think that's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, great movie. I don't know how I missed it. Heck yeah. <laughs> a good one. Glad you enjoyed yeah. it. It was on Sawyer's list, Dennis, and I actually rewatched it right after we did that list. It's so good. It is so it good. It is. Yeah. It's like, man, I hate what it's like. Man, there's some, I guess there's so much good content out there now. Yeah. You can just miss something like that. But that was right in my wheelhouse. So you know, that's, that. that's the Chris Pine one, right? Chris yes. Pine, Jeff Foster. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pine. Ben Foster. Ben Foster's good. Yeah. Man, yeah. everything that guy yeah. touches turns to gold. He was Alpha okay. Dog, right? Way back no. in the yeah, he wasn't yeah, Alpha Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was thinking of him 310 to Yuma. Yeah. Yep, good one too. Uh, no, Chris Pine is is very underrated. I think. Agreed. There, I agree. It, uh, once Star upon Trek, a time, he's awesome. There mm-hmm. was um, well, look, uh, even the um, the one with Florence Pugh and the One Direction guy. Now I can. Hello, uh, darling. Sorry, yeah, Mr. Don't whatever worry, it was. Darling. Don't darling. Yeah, yeah. He was fantastic in that. Is like kind of like a villain kind of yep. role thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the, one of the bright spots of that movie. But like back in the day, it was it was. He was the third Chris behind Chris Evans and um, not Chris Pratt. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. It was before Chris Pratt lost all the weight. <laughs> yeah, and and now it's like he's been totally replaced on the discussion of Hollywood Chris's. And I, I don't I don't think so, man. I like him. <laughs> uh, all right, I don't know how to transition back to sports, Dennis. But uh, here, um, what is, uh, are you over Patrick Mahomes as a as a Super Bowl participant? Let's just go right there. Well, so so as we talked uh, previously, you know, you, you knew I was rooting for Lamar to get it done yeah. against them because I, I mean, I'm a human, right? I, I get a little a little fatigue when somebody continues to make it to the Super Bowl, you know. But but at the end of the day, I also love greatness, and um, love that. you know, yeah. So so how do you, how do you not like watching him do what he's doing? It's just the highest of levels. It, it's yeah. it's kind of cool. And there's so, a. There's yeah, a tinge so of difference there, to but, it. You know, it's not like that? he's doing the exact same thing yeah, yeah, every no, year this, other than being great. Year, there, it's a different path he's taken to the same destination, it feels like, mm-hmm. which is nice to watch a little good. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, because before he's never had to take uh, heat or nothing. It's never heat, been hard mean, for him. This year was right. hard. Yeah. It's like right. that's he, he gets a little bit of a, a, some leeway for me on this one. It's, now, it's, after this, after this one, if he wins, the, if he wins three. The rest of them, it's, it's back to been Tom Brady and the Patriots, and I was like, I want to mm. see something different. So this is his last yeah. chance, and I'm going to give him that that courtesy. Well, but, but to, to the point I'm making, it's like, well, now I really have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a yeah. fourth ring, one for the Tom? What are we doing here? So 
Um, yeah. So, so, so yes and no. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm human, a little fatigued, but, but I can't keep my eyes off it. No. And, 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 uh, and it sets up, I mean, gosh, sets up for a really fun Super Bowl. Yeah. I got to ask, man. What happened? Did we watch my Lions? What happened there? Man. What I want to ask you where the blame is. there one person you point to? I mean, there's a lot of things that happen, right? Obviously, you had the Reynolds drop passes. You had them going for it on fourth down. Dan Gamble, as I call him. You know, oh, nice. the, obviously, the fumble, too. The bounce off the face mask. I mean, we could just count numerous things. But, but what did you think of that game? And then, honestly, I'm the Lions fan here, as you know. Kind of outlook. Ben Johnson stays, which I'm surprised did not go to Washington, and we keep our DC uh, Aaron Glenn, A and M guy as well. What do you think about that game specifically, and then the outlook of you know the Lions' future? Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, I wasn't even going to touch it because I figured, you know what, <laughs> you you've had to deal with this since yeah, it happened. Okay. I'm not going to rekindle it, but since you asked, I am asking. I mean, yes. Yeah, and 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 also kudos for keeping both Ben Johnson Huge. and Aaron Glenn because I thought. Both of them might be taking gigs, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so you keep that continuity. I'm not gonna totally. I mean, you know, for for you, I know the Dan Campbell calls to go for it didn't probably surprise you at all. I yeah. don't know. It's just that that's that's who you guys have been. Right. So it's hard for even though it just was like take the points, exactly. buddy. I felt the same way, right? Yeah, but but you knew who you were, so that doesn't drive me nuts. What 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 I saw as I was watching that casually, I was I mean, how could you not be impressed with how you guys came out and just own that first half? Right. And, 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 and I was more surprised not at the the fourth down calls, as I even told my son, it's like, oh, uh, I think what we're seeing here is is Shanahan really making some good adjustments because this thing has. I mean, the momentum turned immediately. Right. In the third quarter, Lions looked like a shell of themselves, and the Niners were, you know, they had just taken it up a few notches. So, you know, I, I think that kind of got lost in all the Dan Campbell bashing. Um, it, it's just, there was there was some serious, and, and I, I couldn't tell you what, but, but the Niners, they, they, they flipped roles. The oh, Niners sure. looked unstoppable coming out of the, out of the break, and, and, um, you know, and it's it's unfortunate because you had it. And, and 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 to share your misery, I lost twice because I wanted the Lions to win. Just for the story, I had somebody I, I placed a bet with, you know, in the newsroom that that just to hedge my emotional bets because I I thought the the Niners were going to win, but there was that that three and a half point hook I gave him. So not only do the Lions win, but then they don't. Cover. So anyway, yeah. my point is that I lost twice on it. Ah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even profit on on the on the Lions. Wait, what'd you get the Lions out? at? Yeah, so so I talked them down off a of seven um, to to three and a half. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Is <laughs> right. I know. And so so it's just like oh, so I'm gonna I'm not even gonna get my. I want my money on this. What one. Anyway, that's, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm assuming Dennis that was Scott Fisher. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing no, Scott Fisher. Just no, no, he's a, a news producer, Anthony oh, okay. Pacheco, who uh, he he likes a lot of sports, but he had never won a sports bet on me until that one. Wow, yeah. wow. his yeah. streak is broken. So, I know. So just it was it was a tough loss for for all of us. I mean, I, in, I just think Lions Dennis. Nation. For the Lions fans again, like like they lost playing their game. The Ravens lost playing. Yes. I don't know what the hell that was. Right. So like oh. like it's it's that, that's I would feel solace as the Lions. Like like it literally was like lucky fluky things. Fourteen points in under a minutes and a swing off of off of a 
weird off of the face mask thing. Right, so. and I gotta give Brock pretty credit, not to cut you off, Nick, for him using, and I think that's part of the Shanahan, what you're referring to there, Dennis, of them, the second half adjustments, that someone had to tell him, whether it was Greasy, whether it was Shanahan, hey, run the ball, because you got right. the legs to do it, and he did that, and it, you know, yeah. he got a lot of first downs, and that changed the momentum for sure. It did. It made so much difference. And, and you know, I was, I mean, again, I root for the stories. I was happy to see him shed a little bit of the yeah. of the facilitator yeah. tag, man. I had that play where he wriggled out of a sure sack and hits the, hits the fullback doing a tap dance on the sideline is like, okay. Oh, yeah, Niners, great pass. They have, they have woken up. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, but it was unfortunate. The Lions, I, I, I mean, I know as a Lions fan, you weren't che- cashing that check yet nope. at halftime. No, sir. But it, but it had to be tempting. I mean, oh, yeah. From, not, not because of the score, but from how the game was playing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're going to kill we just, we just said 30 yeah. minutes away from a Super Bowl, and that was true, but nobody was like, oh, we won this game. Nobody had that right. feeling. You can as a Lions fan. Uh, Trust me, this after how much Noah spent going to Detroit to see yeah. them beat Tampa Bay, he wishes he was cashing checks right now. That's okay. I enjoyed it though. Worth worth the memories, worth the moment. What about yeah. what about the second game though? That's what I was going to ask uh, with Lamar. That kind of just I mean that was a whole different just downfall. It feels like they were even though it was close, they were never really there at all, right? Like I, like yeah. they were had moments where hey Zay should have scored that touchdown. It would have been close, but the Chiefs just were the Chiefs there. Yeah, so the Chiefs D, which, you know, they've, they've earned the headlines a lot this year. They showed up. And then it kind of opposite of what Shano did with Purdy and letting him loose. Like, I can't, I was very surprised to see Lamar continue to throw that, take a little, you know, that little sidearm, kind of almost a, a wannabe Mahomes, uh, sidearm, uh, little out. And it's yeah. just, Nothing that was that wasn't working at all. It's like okay, obviously your receivers are covered. Man, let him go use those legs. You yeah, know, I, I just some something either either someone's open or his lane's open. You know, take advantage of it. And they wouldn't. They they just see. It seemed like every time I look, he's sidearming a, a, a bad little out or patio screen, and it just it wasn't even getting caught. Uh, and and then. They were overamped. It really surprised me. Um, like I, I, I know John Harbaugh. He's a good coach. You know, he he usually has his guys in the right mental space. They they cost themselves so many yards with stupid, mm-hmm. you know, you know, after the whistle type fouls or or yeah, anyway. They just they were just a little too amped, and it wasn't working for them at all. And and the Chiefs were good. Yeah, I would say that after the three and out, the Chiefs getting a ball and running a perfect 11 plays and scoring oh, yeah. immediately took the air out of that building, and they did not have the crowd advantage they had against the Texans. At, at all, you know? And, and what, wasn't it the first, the opening drive? I mean, their first drive? Their first, like my- the, the Ravens got the ball, went three and out, punted, and then it was just 11 perfect plays right down the field yeah. in the end zone. Oh, that's the drive you're talking about. Yeah, they had, and they had a couple of them that were just methodical, long, you know, mm-hmm. just time. That that possession, you know, in the first half was, was crazy. Yeah, um, the time of possession was, I think, like 11 to 4 in terms yeah. of the minutes. Yeah, so so and that was one of the things I've heard people trying to dissect that game or just talk about it, and they're they're saying, well, Mahomes wasn't that you know brilliant, you know, he only threw for, it. and they look at the box score, it's like, man, if you saw the way he was keeping those drives alive by just being a, he didn't you know, miss on his uh, first ten passes. They kept, anytime they were in third and five, they converted, uh, and then you got to give props to uh, a guy that earned himself a job after that game, Michael McDonald. 
Uh, he held that Chiefs team to zero points to try right. to give the offense their best chance possible. Uh, the Chiefs had a pump five times in a row. I don't think this happened all season. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, it, it was yeah, it was, but like you guys said, I mean, it was it was a different game. It was, but uh, but it, it, it and it to your point that you made out of the top, Nick. I mean, or I'm not sure who made it, but but I'll take it credit. Has <laughs> been, it, yeah, Nick it was me all the time. Uh, but but it has been a different type of path this this year for Mahomes and these Chiefs because forever it's Mahomes and lighting up the, the you know scoreboard like a pinball machine and. Oh yeah, they play a little defense too. Well, it's been kind of backwards since he has no real targets or, or a lot fewer. Um, and then this defense, I think, is finally getting its due because they've done it for the majority of the season. Yeah, just, I think the interesting thing though is while it, it does seem like it, like I said, it's been harder for Patrick Mahomes. This is probably like uh, at least on offense, maybe the worst Chiefs team that he's drug to a Super Bowl. But at the same time, like. You look at his competition. Lamar, we finally got Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. We finally got the Bills having him at having to come to Buffalo. And both teams seem scared of who was on the other side. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's what I attribute to both the Bills and the the Ravens at the end there. It's just like they both panicked a little bit because they're like, we have to compete with Patrick Mahomes. Noah's all mad at me because I've already declared Mahomes the GOAT. It is not Tom Brady, it is Patrick He's Mahomes. Not. Uh, I, yeah, I can use good. my eyes and the information and extrapolate <laughs> to future trends. Seven is more than two. Uh, yeah. Can you tell me the number of the winning car this weekend at the Bushlight Clash of the Coliseum? Twelve. Uh, Twelve? Okay. Twelve. I'm going to bet it right now. That's the most amazing completely. thing is just how much he has spooked what are supposed to be his peers, well, Josh Allen yeah. and Lamar Jackson. And little old Brock Purdy, they'll know nothing. He don't know nothing to be scared of. He's like, all right, man, I'll come out there. Sure, yeah. let's do it. Wait, but, and and that's what was kind of saddening me because I did want that to be Lamar's just like statement game and and as you're watching you're like okay one of these two quarterbacks is going to be the MVP and the other one is playing light years ahead of him right, right. now and yeah, you know yeah. so it's just it was a weird yeah to watch that game but but you know as you guys know a lot of that depends on on your on your offense your system I don't I don't know. You know, I've been broken down that game. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if if the Ravens OC was 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 not doing Lamar favors or Lamar right. just wasn't. But there's there's know. video of Odell Beckham Jr. saying, "Why are we not running the ball?" Oh, right. Yeah. Like oh, even well, right. in that. Yeah, that was it's insane. I, I, I think they freaked out a little bit and panicked, and, and just and the game got away from them. Stop playing the game. Uh, all right, Dennis, we failed to discuss anything about the Cowboys, but uh, real quickly before we let you go, who's going to be the defensive coordinator? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay, do you, do you guys know? Because I don't know. I mean, sort of keeps Zimmer uh, or Ryan. Maybe Ron, I don't Ron, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't I've know. heard a few things, but I don't have anything like like locked in. So. Yeah, I just, I just, I do know that I'm not gonna just say good riddance, you know, to Dan Quinn. I know a lot of Cowboy fans with the whole recency bias thing are saying he's a bum. <laughs> like, uh, that, he's pretty that good. Defense is, that defense has been a big reason why the Cowboys are at least good in the regular season, right? You know, so, Dennis, they, anyway. they they could hire you. It's not gonna change my any of my hopes for that team next season. It doesn't matter. Don't have it. Let Jerry do it. I don't know, man. Let Micah be a player coach. I, it, it does. It doesn't matter. The answer is they're not even close. They are not, as Jerry would say, around the rim. Ah, they are playing on the wa- the wrong rim. That's how far away from them they are. They're not even like they're not on the same court. 
my question to all three of you, when he said that, were y'all thinking of basketball terminology or were you going back to his glory hole talk? Yeah, a little it's bit pretty, of the latter. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, okay. right? Yeah. I want me some glory hole. That's the one. <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that hit me. <laughs> all right, Dennis. Always good talking Thanks, to you. Appreciate Dennis. it, man. We'll do it next Friday. Uh, if you want to let everybody know it's on Fox 7 this weekend, feel free to. Oh, man, I, I don't even know. Right. Pro- probably The off. Simpsons. We'll just say The Simpsons on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, uh, Bushlight Clash of the Coliseum. There you go. There you go, Sawyer. Put all your money on number 12. That's going to be the big Thank winner. You. That's what Sawyer says. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Dennis. See, See you, Dennis. Dennis. See you, guys. Okay, campers, rise and shine. And don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. It's cold, it's cold out there day. every day. Thank you, guys. Actually, it's quite warm out there for February today. I feel like I'm kind of overdressed a little bit. Too warm in this long sleeve shirt. It's like some kind of thermal looking thing that's more more uh, visual than performative, actually. But uh, lots of stuff, uh, fun stuff to discuss on today's show. The Longhorns women's basketball team beat Baylor in Waco for the last time ever last night. Hook them. Is it possible the Lakers could actually trade LeBron James? And if so, where? And in my opinion, we already have a winner for the best Super Bowl commercial, and it involves Tua Tagovailoa and Sir Patrick Stewart. I will say no more, sorry, because I know you don't like the spoilers on the Super Bowl commercials there. But uh, you tell me, starting off things here, um, you saw some had some NFL draft stuff that you wanted to bring up. Yeah, yeah. Um, NFL Network was running their ticker last night, talking about the drafts. Very interesting. I saw going to back to back. Seattle Seahawks and uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Seahawks taking Byron Murphy and the Jags taking uh, Andre Sweat. Sweat. And then it kept on going. I was like, who are my Texans taking? Uh, I forget. Mm-hmm. It passed me because at 24, I saw the Dallas Cowboys drafting offensive lineman, Oklahoma, Tyler Ooh. Guyton. I like it. I which like would it. be very, very cool for... Because the, us and uh, those around us. If you're not familiar, the reason we are cheering for an Oklahoma Sooner is that it is our Chris's uh, nephew. <laughs> nephew, our security guard. Chris enjoy up front, a Maynard. So, yeah. Uh, no, I'm exact. I'm excited. We might actually have an That'd inside awesome. to it. Uh, look, I want to make him a friend of the show. Yes, we can. Okay. I mean, we will. Well, first of all, look, I'm going to make. I want to join his entourage. I will yes. leave every, all this behind in a heartbeat. But uh, yeah, hopefully we get to talk just to him. Just that out there a few more times than we like, Sawyer. No, I know. Just be an awesome man. Just be an do you know how to run a board? No. Uh, <laughs> I got to learn that one. Got to nah. do that. That'll be the next step. It's easy, man. You just try to say yes. No. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's both right. buttons at the same time. That's right. Time. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that'd be cool. I, I'm also very hyped that I do believe it's due to senior bowl performance that Tavondre Sweat has worked his way into yeah. the first round. Um who knows how long it's been since two horns have gone in a first round. That'd be very cool to see. Yes. I mean, Vince Young and Leonard. You get three Davis. maybe with A.D. Mitchell as well. Yeah. Really could. You know, it's interesting because I've seen a lot of scuttlebutt on the message boards and the Longhorn shows and everything about uh, is is people thinking that Byron Murphy was gonna is a better draft prospect. That's than the highest I, sweat. This, yep, yeah. I've seen the highest for him. Yeah, I've seen him in the top like ten. That, that, it, just, it, it seems crazy to me. Again. Um, if you ha- if you haven't seen it, uh, uh, Tavondre Sweat was an R O taking wide receiver drills at the Senior Bowl yesterday. It's crazy, nice over the shoulder catch. Fast. It, it's ridiculous. Like I can't imagine that you like just. I don't know why he's not the first pick. I know, okay, no, it's hyperbolic, but just when you see that dude out there, it's incredible. And so the idea that he's the second best defensive right. tackle. Now I know a lot of people are worried about size and inflation when you get that contract and. 
um, Byron Murphy might have an overall longer career wow. pathway. How did you get this up so easy? Because when I was looking for it all during the day today, it would not give me the most recent one. It was this giving is me not that recent. Okay. This is from uh, January 2020. Uh, 2024, yes, okay. but tw- January 22nd. So you're looking at mock drafts? Well, mock yeah, drafts. Okay. Bucky, okay. Cowboys still have them, though. Yeah, Bucky Brooks put out one, and it legit has um, Sweat at 17, and then they do have Murphy at 16. Seattle, 16 yeah. for Byron Murphy, that 17 check, uh, to Vondre. That checks Sweat. out, because you look at the Dexter Lawrence trade that Seattle made, bringing in tier lineman that is on an expiring contract. They can replace him with someone that they can get on a rookie mm-hmm. deal. I like that yep. for him. I mean, look, I, I, if you're going to let Trevon, Tavondre Sweat fall down to the Cowboys, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. all about that. Even I'm in this all one, about that life. Even this one's Tyler Guyton. Which makes that sense. they Cowboys. That way they don't have to I mean, sign 30-plus-year-old Tyron Smith back. Right. And so, I mean, yeah. look, he, I, I might be a little bit Jerry Jones there. Tyron Smith, like, I, I like him a lot, even though he's, he's hurt, banged up. You know, if he can get I, I don't mind him uh, – Spend a little bit extra to keep that guy around. But, but why when you can draft a replacement? Well, didn't we draft a replacement with Tyler Smith? I yeah, mean, you missed on that one. But I mean, again, look, the, the, it, no matter what the reasoning is, adding uh, Lyman death, depth to your roster, I think, is always going to be good for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Um, Never hurts anybody. But you mentioned, Noah, the possibility of three with A.D. Mitchell. I've AD also Mitchell's seen a lot of people there. sitting there saying, do, having the whole A.D. Mitchell, Xavier Worthy debate. Mm. Mm. I would go AD personally. Yeah, I think there's just more potential there. Ceilings higher. Classic uh, cliche terms to use in the draft. I mean, yeah, but, but higher ceiling. Look, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I, I've I've checked all the tape and everything. But uh, is Xavier Mitchell? If you want a guy, a burner who's gonna take the top off the defense, which Xavier again, Mitchell would be perfect for the Cowboys. Yeah. Xavier Mitchell is the guy. Yeah, I, 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 that's a that's a fair debate. And, and no matter depends what, depends on your situation, right? You, what do you, you need can't coach as a team? speed? No, you're right. He's incredibly fast. Uh, you know, also has return skills, yep. and um, yeah, like I think he's he's a good route runner. So I don't know. I might I might have to go as much as I like Ad Mitchell. Like the thing is, it's it's weird because like yeah, it's, it's which which do you want? What does your team need? I, I would say, but Ad Mitchell to me is like the guy. It's like hell. He's always going to be open. Yeah. Or like like when you need that catch, like that's what he does. He he's makes gonna go up big and get it. catches. Yep. And that's an invaluable skill in the NFL. 100%. Xavier Worthy burner. So I, I mean, I can't, yeah, I pick can't your can't po- go pick your poison. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've also seen people talk about Jordan Whittingham uh, kind of blossoming in the NFL, like never really did in the 40 acres. So I, I would not count out uh, Jordan Whittingham. I yeah, mean, I mean, I just know, a lot of lot of miles to feed, you yeah, know what I mean, yes. with the Longhorns. And he was also a, a stud, too. I think he's in the Senior Bowl as well, right? He's, he's got that, that Roshan Johnson this to it. The Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell, you know, those were your yes. John Robinson last right. year. And then, uh, uh, you know, but Roshan's like, oh, he's also got yeah. like just excellent character things and is going to be uh, helpful in the locker room, a leader. Agreed. Is he? No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to declare him the this year's Puka so, Nakua. I don't want to do that. Go that far. <laughs> Jeremiah. Um, what is his name? Is it Jeremiah? Is that right? Uh, Daniel Jeremiah has the rankings here of just like all the prospects. So not where they will go essentially, mm-hmm. but just ranking it. They got Tyler Guyton. Speaking of him, mm-hmm. uh, at seventeen, you go down, and the first Longhorn that I see is Murphy at twenty-two. Byron Murphy there. I'm scrolling down to see if we got any more. JJ McCarthy, twenty-seven. I don't know about that. Um, Who's drafting 27? Uh, A.D. Mitchell, though, they do have at 34. And I think this will help with um, for Ooh, Sweat. Is that the, that's not the, is that the Washington? Or oh, the they even States? got uh, Tavion Sanders at 41. you got to think about him, too. He's probably a, easily a day-two pick. I mean, he's got to be one of the top tight ends for sure. And then Xavier Worthy, they got at 43. So you got a lot of Longhorns that are looking at. I would not be shocked if all the guys we just listed off, and then they have Sweat at uh, 48. All first and second round guys. Yeah, that'd yeah. be impressive. No, if look, you get look, that many hey, guys. 
I know I told you guys, don't declare the, yourself back. Let other people declare you back. But I mean, if but this is good proof in the pudding, like this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proof is in the pudding here yeah. with how many high draft picks they have. They have five, six guys in the top 50. Mm-hmm. And this came out three days ago. So Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Hook Look, them. Things are going good for the Longhorns. And, uh, and, and Coach Steve, Shrine Bowl Hall of Fame person. Mm. That into, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I just I just saw that. that was Longhorns funny. are playing at TCU tomorrow in hoops. Just a yeah. heads up, one p.m. our time here, and that'll be in Fort Worth. So remind me. So so in this this uh, not road trip, but this this gauntlet of ranked teams yes. here. What what would TCU what do we is twenty uh, fifth? So we got to go there. But I just mean like our record is we're two and one uh, ranking two. wise. Uh, no, three. no, no. Just like how many have we won since we started this? This we beat Baylor. We beat they were up on Oklahoma. two, and then they lost. We're they two beat Baylor. Two and beat two. Oklahoma. They lost to BYU. They lost to Houston. So two. Okay, for, so, so, so we're two, two and two. So we need this one, right? Because they got Born TCU. One. They got uh, Iowa State on Tuesday at home at the Mood. You also get a rematch against West Virginia next Saturday, and then you go down to Houston, who is still number four. Uh, that is February 17th. So, All right. Big wins ahead. If you can get three of the four of those, Longhorns are in decent shape. And like I mentioned, the uh, the the Longhorn women's team beat Baylor for the last time. I, mm-hmm. I kind of I've gotten out of because I'm not like I'm not paying attention to basketball just yet. Right. The whole this is the last go around with the Big 12. Uh, now I have to go back and look and see who the Longhorns, how, who we've done played for the last time and all that stuff, but... Uh, anyway, point is congratulations to the women's Longhorn team. You beat Baylor. You went down there, big big win, and you did it for the last time. They can't ever take that away from you. Yep, can't ever take that away from you. All right. When we come back, let's see. Sawyer's got a, a fastest break for us. You know, what? actually, I, I do want to address the fact that it is Groundhog Day. I've got some Groundhog fun facts for you guys, and uh, we'll do that when we return. Three guys on sports. Okay, campers, rise and shine. And don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. It's cold out. Every day it's cold. Every day is a cold hell. Actually, it's quite warm out there for February today. I feel kind of like I'm dressed too warm in this long sleeve, semi thermalish shirt here. But uh, uh, lots of fun stuff to discuss on today's show. The Longhorn women's basketball team beat Baylor in Waco for the last time ever last night. Is it possible the Lakers could actually trade LeBron James? And if so, where? And in my opinion, we already have a winner for the best Super Bowl commercial, and it involves Tua Tagovailoa and Sir Patrick Stewart. However, before we dive into any of that on today's show, uh, let's go straight to the phone lines. 834-1027. That's the phone number to call or text in to be the part of the show. And that's what our guy Northside Dave has done. I think he wants to call you out. Here's got beef with Sawyer. Surprise. What's up, Dave? Hey, great show, guys, always. Sawyer, you did a good job yesterday covering for uh, uh, the guys who don't want to talk to the people. Yes. So, again, Jeff I want to thank you guys for being uh, the show of the people for the people. Hey, thank That's you for calling in, too, calling Dave. Oh, Dave finally got to call into the Jeff yeah. Ward Excellent. Uh, Ed's back today, so uh, may- maybe Ed will take calls, but uh, Jeff back on Monday, so not uh... okay. hey, Enjoy while it lasted, so, Dave. Um, What's up, Dave? I want to tell Sawyer that I'm not an Eagles fan. And if you recall, when I went to go meet you over at uh, Bon Air, it was freaking cold. Oh, yeah. And so that was the warmest jacket I had. And But that's a vintage jacket. That jacket is uh, from 1988 from the old L.A. Gear Sportswear. Ooh. Okay. But it is that Kelly Green, correct? Right. It's the Kelly Green, and everything on there is embroidered. There's no patches 
Ooh, it's nice. I mean, so I'm it's, just, it's not an Eagles jacket. Well, I'm sorry to make green. an assumption. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought I saw an Eagle on it. You have to apologize. Uh, I believe it's the third quarter, and there were several Bud Lights that have passed by at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, Dave, for the record, right. who is your team? Oh, of course. Okay. We'll wait and see. I'm going to. Still? And my Longhorns. But, uh, I'm going to root for the Santa Horns this week. For the Super Bowl. All right. Next week. There we go. Santa okay. Horns. Oh. Santa Horns. Spoken. Santa Horns. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Uh, you sound like you got a Philly phone there, Dave. All right. <laughs> uh, as as uh, you might have figured out, today is Groundhog Day. Uh, Sawyer, you apparently have beef with Groundhog. I hate Groundhog Day. No, is, is it the day itself? The I movie? yeah. No, the movie's Bill? fine. I okay. can't stand Paul Tuckett Pat or whatever you want to call him. Paxitani Phil. Yeah, you screw that, dude. Please. I can't believe as a nation we allow a rodent to dictate our seasons. Mm. I is mean, absolutely the White House. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, there have been rats in that house for years. There but, is. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's a stupid thing. The only good part is when he pees on the dude in the top hat, when he pulls him up. They drug up this poor giant squirrel and oh, rip him out of his home, and it's like, a cloudy like day. What? I don't know. I have plans. Uh, I, I'm currently working on a screenplay called The Killing of a Sacred Groundhog. Like and it. uh, it's in the style of that one A24 movie. Um, I can't stand you. I, I, it's like I take Arbor Day over this. It's my least favorite holiday. I mean, to me, it's not, it's not really a holiday. Thanks for the it's, spring, though, Pete, uh, yeah, or whatever your name you know, is. If you haven't seen yet, uh, Poxitani Phil uh, has declared that spring will arrive early. He saw his shadow. However, he's only been right 39% of the time. Uh, hmm. Let's see, let's see got, who he picked in the Super Bowl. I've got a whole bunch of... Uh, uh, also, uh, don't they like sit there and like, oh, what'd you say, Phil? Oh, he saw his shadow. Like, I don't know if he actually. Anyway, uh, let's see. I've got a whole bunch of fun facts uh, here. This will make you happy, um, Sawyer. They used to eat Phil after he's good his prediction. Wow. Good. Yes, they served him up after the first official Groundhog Day back in eighteen the 1880s and said he was quite tender. Nice. Wow. I'm also a little surly today. I only had one hot dog on yeah, the morning show. Yeah, how was oh, it today, Jeff dude? It was sick. It was the best hot dog we've had all year. Wiener System, the pop up in town, came in, made an ode to a fried pickled hot dog. Wow! And it was perfect. It was so good. Excellent. I'm gonna have all of these when I'm done with soda. Uh, let's see here. If uh, the reason that Poxitani Phil has been around since the 1880s is because obviously he's immortal. Uh, hmm. They feed him something we'll called see about that. the elixir of life every summer. Bud and they've light. been using the same groundhog all these years. So I guess you'd have to stop him in the summertime if you're going to plan plot to kill Poxitani gotcha. Phil. Although, like, is he is the uh, does he just have eternal youth or is he actually immortal? Like, like if you cut off his head Highlander style, does that put it into him? Does or it grow does back? Just the head just right. yeah? Is a Wolverine? Do I ground the hog into <laughs> patties? Uh, no comment on that for me. Grounded the hog. Ah. Anyway, <clears throat> I didn't say pound the hog. <laughs> no, that's, got a pretty open afternoon. <laughs> ground. Anyway, saying it's very, very aggressive and uh, over time. And gotcha. Things. Anyway, move on, Nick. Uh, Phil has a wife. Her name is Phyllis. They've never had kids. Yeah. However, Phyllis isn't allowed to drink the elixir of life and is not immortal. Hmm. So that that's seems pretty a prenup. Sexist there. Um, it's a oh, loveless then, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the, uh, the you know, it, it's not just, if they, if you do manage to kill Poxitani Phil, they're just going to replace him with some of the other, the pretenders, the imposters. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
There's Shubanakati Sam in Nova Scotia. Ah, mm, that's Nova, Canada's problem. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia also has Lucy the Lobster, which how do you see a shadow underwater? Or, uh, in Ontario, they have Willerton Willie. There's Manitoba Mar- Merv in Manitoba, Canada. Balzac Billy. Balzac. With a Z. Wow. Balzac Billy in Alberta. See, all However, Canadian. All Canadian. That's Bal- their problem. Balzac Billy is just a person in a groundhog costume. Mm. They have another country's like leader on their money. I, I would allow a rodent to dictate Elizabeth. my seasons yeah. up there. It's there. not what we, you know, these colors don't run. All right? <laughs> I don't. Uh, well, here, in America, there's Fufu the Hedgehog in Oregon. Fufu. There's Cluxatani Henrietta the Chicken in ah, New York. I don't like it. Pisgah Penny. There was a Ku Cluxatani Henrietta <laughs> in Mobile, Alabama. Hey. That's the one. Uh, Pisgah, P-I-S-G-A-H, Pisgah Penny in North Carolina. I assume that there's a town in North Carolina called Pisgah. Looks like a forest. Sounds what? like I'm going on national tour. Forest, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a national forest? National forest. Pisgah National Forest. All right. There you go. Fun fact. Uh, and then Scramble the Duck in Connecticut. Scramble the Duck. You took yeah. that in the mascots draft, right? Yes, I did. Oh, like congratulations. I, I think you won our mascots I'm, draft. I, 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 I think I won my first two ever. Yes. I think the movies won and that one. Yeah. That, movies that should have won Oscars and that. Yes. Excellent. I think the uh, Dark Knight carried me there. Okay, we actually good, all had really fellas. good ones, though. I really liked all yeah. of ours. That one was it was very pro. Uh, let's see here. And then uh, finally, there was a town in New Jersey. I guess it's uh, Milltown because his name was Milltown Mel. He was the headliner, but he passed away a couple years ago right before Groundhog Day. I actually remember covering this on the morning show uh, on 101X years ago. Uh, yeah, apparently they don't have the elixir of life there. However, they've had to cancel the festivities again this year because they have haven't been able to find a suitable replacement. Grim. How hard is it to find a a groundhog? Like, look, I you don't even have no to idea. Really give have me a couple of years and you won't ever find another. Yep. <laughs> Although, just, what do you what do you do in New Jersey? Go get your. I like the idea of Snooky. Just get Snooky out there. They should do. Shadow. They should do the Tony Soprano, where like some middle-aged Italian man working in waste management goes to his fridge, and if there's no gabagools, six more weeks of winter. <laughs> Gabagool. <laughs> uh, okay, and then finally, uh, if you guys haven't figured it out, yes, I have been doing a Groundhog Day bit. Daryl the Trash Barrel says, "Yes, pre-recorded." They keep saying the same thing after each commercial break. That's uh, the no, bit. Actually, uh, not pre-recorded. We did that live. That's how good that was. Zach says, Nick, are you doing a Groundhog Day with the movie bit? Constantly See. tell us your outfit choice for the thing. If not, well, uh, if so, well done. If not, we got it. <laughs> 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 no, uh, yes, I was doing a Groundhog Day, repeating over and over again. And I really only bring it up because um, I, I don't want to sw- spoil any Super Bowl commercials for you guys. Although, like I said, that, that Paramount Plus one's good. Um, but Lay's is doing a Groundhog Lay's commercial where they got Steven Tobolowsky who played Ned Ryerson in the movie, Needle Nose Ned, try, and he keeps repeating trying to buy different chips. Here we go again. Trouble? Oh, the store just won't close. Ooh, looky who's got Lay's. Man, those perfectly seasoned little slices of sunshine <laughs> sure do keep me coming back. You said it. And I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that is Artemis from Always Sunny. If you picked up on that, oh fun! And yeah, yeah. so it just keeps repeating with different uh, styles of chips and whatnot, and and. 
Here we go again. What? Oh, this drawer just won't close. Ooh, looky who's got Lay's. Man, those Lay's sour cream and yumyuns just keep me coming back. You keep saying that. <laughs> and I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, there's literally like seven of these, but I'm just going to skip to the last one here. Yes. Here we go again. Drawers are tricky, aren't they? Oh, this drawer just won't close. Ooh, looky who's got Lay's. <laughs> I just got these for you because I know how much you love them. You're right. These Lay's chili, limon, sweet and spicy snacks just keep me coming back. And I'll be back because I'm never going to get out of here. All right. The th- mercilessly for you guys, you guys are not stuck here. I'm, I'm done with this. This is our last segment. We're going to end the show here. Thank you so much for joining us. No more Groundhog Day repeating. Thank you, Dennis, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Always great having Dennis on. Thank you. And uh, looking Thanks, forward side. to the Pro Bowl this weekend, and then next week we actually talk about the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, Super Tune Bowl. Tune in with us then. Three guys on sports. That's us. Let's go we'll clash in the there. Coliseum. 